This is the Wildly Aligned Podcast. I'm your host, Ilon Garas, and you are listening to episode number 85. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. I recently created a post on social media about buffering, and it really resonated with so many of my followers. So I decided to create a podcast episode on this topic to dive a little bit deeper into it. I was actually very surprised that I haven't recorded an episode on it. And so it's obviously time for me to do that. Also, are you following me on Instagram and Facebook yet? If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely should be. I promise your feed will be much better with me in it. I also want to let you know that the doors to the School of Less Effort are open to founding members. We have four spots left at the founding member price. Now, the School of Less Effort is where women entrepreneurs learn a new way of mastering their time so that they can work less, live more, and be present to what matters most. If you are interested in learning more about the School of Less Effort, go to the show notes because the link to join as a founding member is there. Okay, so let's dive into emotional buffering, exactly what it is, why we do it, and more importantly, how it could be showing up for you. Because knowing what we are doing that's holding us back is super valuable. Knowing means we can deal with it. When we understand our emotional patterns, when we can recognize them, then we can break free from any holds they have over us in creating the life and business we want. So what exactly is emotional buffering? Buffering is when we use external things to try to change how we feel emotionally. Now You might have heard me talk about our emotions and how our thoughts create how we feel, right? Now, when we buffer, we're trying to use external things, external circumstances to try and change how we feel emotionally. Buffering is when we try to protect ourselves or even others from the impact of negative emotions. We're basically avoiding feeling an emotion we think we will feel if we do the thing. Now, buffering does provide temporary relief, but it's not a long-term solution because we're avoiding or suppressing emotions rather than processing and addressing them. Now, I believe it's this short-term relief that we experience when we buffer that gives us the false impression that we are coping, that we're safe, that we're in control. But it's basically like putting a plaster on a wound that needs stitches, right? Or treating the symptom rather than the cause. Now, Emotional buffering can show up in many ways. In my social post, I use the examples of numbing out by binging on Netflix or needing a glass of wine because you had a hard day, making jokes in difficult conversations because you want to avoid facing the issue or feeling vulnerable, right? But there are so many ways in which buffering could be showing up. And some of these ways will be very obvious in your life. But there's also subtle ways it might be present that isn't always that easy to spot. So the more obvious ones, easy to spot ones, are things like overeating. Many of us use food to avoid dealing with our emotions because food brings us comfort in the moment, right? It takes us away from the pain. Another obvious way in which it could be showing up is retail therapy, right? Excessive spending or shopping. And 
we do find that short burst of relief when we swipe the credit card and we feel horrible afterwards. Another obvious one is procrastinating. We procrastinate on doing the thing we know we should be doing because we don't want to feel the emotion we think we are going to feel when we do the thing. Now, whenever we buffer, we are avoiding feeling a negative emotion or a couple of negative emotions. We avoid things like embarrassment, failure, or judgment. Now, I want to share more of the subtle ways buffering might be showing up, ways in which it's been showing up for my clients, for myself. Now, sometimes buffering can even disguise itself as a positive thing. And so you might not even see it as buffering, but it is. So let's dive into these examples. The first one is over-preparing or excessively researching, over-planning for things like meetings or presentations. We do this because we want to avoid the possibility of failure or maybe not knowing the answer. It's always driven by this fear of uncertainty or the desire to maintain a sense of control. Another subtle way is focusing only on the positive aspects or situations to avoid dealing with the negative emotions or challenges that need to be addressed. You're always and only looking at the positives, but you're ignoring the gaping wound, right? And instead of just solving for the problem, you're pretending that it's either not there or that it's not that bad. And So I always say, like, stop ignoring the elephant in the room, right? And let's just find a solution to the thing. (laughs) Another way is downplaying those negative emotions or events. It's very similar to the previous one, like focusing only on the positive aspects. But when we downplay, we are also avoiding experiencing the full impact of the situation. And sometimes even we know that we have to take action, like we're, we're going to have to do something, and that's a thing that we're avoiding. Another way is avoiding networking opportunities. So many women entrepreneurs that I speak to don't like going to networking events. They say things like, I don't like selling, right? It's not that you don't like selling. It's not that you don't like meeting new people. You're actually just trying to protect yourself from potential judgment or rejection. Another subtle way it could be showing up is not asking for help. Because for some of us, when we need to ask for help, we see it as a weakness. We see it as we're incapable of doing something, right? And we don't want others to view us in that way. Another way is not speaking up by staying quiet when you know you should be saying something, right? And again, it's this fear of potential judgment or maybe even ridicule from others. Another subtle way is not delegating. We do everything ourselves. We like, I'm going to do this. I'm the one that knows how to do this and I'm not going to give it to anybody else. And we have all of these like examples or, or reasons why delegating is not a good idea. But what we're actually avoiding is losing control. We don't want to, we want to stay in control. We want to avoid the possibility of mistakes and failure. And so we, we crave that control, right? Another way is avoiding self-promotion. So when you don't really want to say what you've achieved, you don't really want to showcase your achievements, you don't, like, it's very awkward when someone gives you a compliment, right? And it's because we fear appearing arrogant or boastful. Here's another way, overcompensating. 
<laughs> this is a big one. And it's when we micromanage or obsess over the details. And it could be that you're trying to avoid being perceived as inadequate. You're trying to avoid criticism. Another big one is overworking. This is one of my favorite things and I spotted in so many of the people that I work with. It's this constant need to prove yourself. And that could be driven by the fear of not being good enough or even deserving success. And so you overwork in an attempt to fill that hole. Another way buffering could be showing up is when you undervalue your services or products, like when you underprice your offerings, because you might be trying to avoid the discomfort of asking what you know your services are worth, having the conversation around money. Another way is perfectionism. And this is when we are overly focused on getting it perfect, right? But we're basically just avoiding negative feedback or the possibility that it might not be good enough. And so we work hard at getting it perfect. One of my mentors always says 70% is perfect, 100% is failure. So that's definitely something that I have adopted in my own life. Another way that buffering might be showing up in a subtle way is busy work, right? When we are doing all the low priority tasks in our businesses, because we are avoiding more of the important and challenging issues that really require us to confront that those uncomfortable emotions that are associated with it. Another way it could be showing up is over-apologizing. When you're always saying sorry, right? And this is a really subtle way of emotional buffering. And it's driven by this fear of, again, being perceived as incompetent or unlikable, which leads me to the next one, which is people-pleasing. When you're constantly striving to meet others' expectations or needs, even at the expense of your own well-being. This is emotional buffering, my friends. And this behavior, this, this buffering can stem from a fear of rejection or disappointment. Another way is minimizing your accomplishments. So we, we spoke about not showcasing your accomplishments, like you don't really like it when people see that you did something good or that you achieved something, but minimizing it is also a way in which it can show up. It's like when someone gives you a compliment and you always add a but to it, right? It's like, oh, your hair looks amazing today. Yeah, but, you know, I, I should actually go and cut it because, you know, it's, it's time for a cut or my, my ends are so split and it's, it's time to go to the hairdresser, right? That's a way of minimizing yourself. And it's important to see where we are doing that. It could be that you're minimizing your accomplishments because you have a fear of not living up to others' expectations or, again, maybe just feeling undeserving of success. And the last one that I want to share with you is avoiding feedback. And this is when we steer clear of situations that involve receiving feedback or constructive criticism because we are afraid that we're going to be judged or perceived as not good enough. One of my favorite quotes by Byron Katie is this. She says, allow yourself to experience whatever emotions arise without judging them or trying to change them. Simply let them be. 
and they will pass through you like weather through the sky. Now, I want you to just quickly for a minute, imagine a stunt biker, right? They look fearless when they go up those hills and they make those big jumps and sometimes they jump over cars. They, they seem fearless. They seem like they just simply aren't afraid. But I don't think it's that they don't have fear. We all experience fear. If you're a human being, you have fear programmed into you and it's a normal part of who you are. But that stunt biker, isn't, it isn't that he's not experiencing fear. It's more that he's not afraid of falling. And this might seem like the same thing, but it's, it's not. It's different, right? The stunt biker is simply willing to fall. It's not that he's not afraid of falling. He's simply willing to fall. And it doesn't mean that they don't take all the precautions they need to keep themselves safe. It doesn't mean that they don't plan and do their research and make sure that they're going at the right speed and the right height to land safely, right? But they are willing to fall. They are okay with it not going as planned because otherwise they wouldn't even get on that bike, right? For them, each fall becomes an opportunity to grow and develop their skills, which basically just pushes them closer to the success that they want for themselves. Now, in closing off this episode, I want you to really imagine for yourself what you would do, who you would be if you were not afraid of feeling your emotions. How would you show up if you were 100% willing to be embarrassed, to look like the fool, to fail, to stand out, to be seen, to be heard, to be not liked? (laughs) How much more would you be showing up for yourself and your business? So this is an invitation for you to take some time to really consider that for yourself. When you notice you are buffering, ask yourself, what am I avoiding? What emotion am I avoiding? What do I not want to feel? And what if I am willing to feel it? What then? All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in. I will chat to you again next week.